0: My name is Helen Yanakopoulos, I'm a Senior Lecturer in International Politics and Development and I was a course team member for the production of TU871 and I have also been course team chair on and off for the last eight years. TU871 International Development Context and Practice aims to do two things. The first is to explore the meanings and challenges of contemporary international development through local, national, and global levels. And development is a contested issue. So uh, as an example, someone might think that development is good change. Uh, Robert Chambers defined development in that way. Others might see development as an extension of colonial structures. Others might see development as an economic mission or as a social mission. So what we do in this postgraduate course is untangle that and and try to make explicit to students the different perspectives that come into development. The second aim of TU871 is to examine action in development and how action arises, how it is carried out and by whom. And here we're looking at action specifically as either public policy or public action or governance and this last half of the course is specifically dedicated to the politics of development and how policy is designed how policy is implemented how it's influenced how it's steered governance is a very used term in development, meaning a number of different things to different people. So what we try and do is untangle those meanings and governance is a contested idea. When we speak of governance, we speak of the ways that different development actors try and find solutions and different approaches to problems. So one one way of looking at governance would be to look at the ways that NGOs in particular try to influence processes of policy. A good example of this would be the way that debt cancellation campaigns such as Jubilee 2000 and NGOs such as Oxfam have tried in the past to influence the way that debt cancellation took place. One illustration of this was the relationship that was formed between Oxfam and the Ugandan government during the late 1990s, where Oxfam was lobbying and advocating for debt cancellation and worked with the Ugandan government to put forward an ad in the Financial Times by the Ugandan government saying that all the interest from the debt that was going to be cancelled would be going to primary health education. And this was a way that Uganda put forth their primary education for all program. So what we see is transnational organizations of NGOs like Oxfam, which is made up of a number of different national NGOs, working together to make a change and steer policy of... International actors like the World Bank and the IMF and the G8. So, governance is very much about steering decision making. Well, I think one of the key things that we want students to take away from this is that public policy is a process and that it isn't just a government making a decision. It is actually complicated with other influences and other actors steering. Processes that result in public policy. In the video, Bugs and Boiled Water, which we filmed in Tanzania, Tanzanian children are taught about the benefits of boiling water as a health precaution. And they then go back to their families to pass on that knowledge and that learning to their families. In this video, We are looking at the different development actors, the state, civil society, the market, and how development is more than an NGO doing a particular project, than a state setting up, you know, a government setting up a system of education, than market forces taking hold... Development is actually much more synergistic. So for TU871, the issues that come out of the Bugs and Boiled Water video are around funding of education, of health, the effects of market-led approaches to development, the role of the state, NGOs, and the market. It is very important to take a multidisciplinary approach to development, primarily because development is not unidimensional. In the past, there have been economically driven approaches, and that's still the case. However, it's not the only element of development. Um, The world isn't broken up into disciplines, and reality isn't broken up into disciplines. Therefore, to have different approaches to a development problem and a development issue is much more holistic and, um, I think, rich for students to learn, but also in practice, it's, it's essential, particularly within a field like development. We recommend students in the Development Management Master's Program take TU871 as their first course. Uh, the reason for this is because it's a good grounding for the development management program it's also a good general course to take if people are taking a one off course if people haven't worked in development and want to have a, a just a general overview of what development is and the processes of development it's it's very good for that and development professionals take this course, as well as people wanting to get into development. And a number of people who are in the process of career change are very keen to take this course and subsequently this program, the MSc in Development Management. The main learning outcomes for TU871 involve for students to be able to examine conflicting interpretations of development and development action and to look at the different contexts that development takes place in the local, national and global levels, to explore key issues in international development and the making of contemporary development and development practice through public action. And finally, to critically evaluate discourses of development and frameworks that development takes place in. From the Open University...